This is The Word Effect with Becky Jane Kemp. In this podcast, you'll receive permission to ditch willpower and discover how to put on word power. I have found a love for the power of words and can't wait to share it with you. As a confidence and mindset coach, I know you don't have to do or be anything more than you are right now to create the life you've always wanted. What words do you need today? Let's put them on. Hi there, it's Becky Jane Kemp, and we are on episode 81, Embrace a Joyful Summer. Well, I don't know about you, but the summer goes fast. Almost so fast that I often wonder, do I embrace and find joy in it? I feel like I'm anticipating and looking forward to the summer, and then it comes, and then I go, wow, there it went. So my question is, how do you embrace and have a joyful summer? How do you embrace and enjoy each and every day of summer as it comes and find joy in it? I know that many of us can get in the worry, overwhelm, all the different things. And I've fallen into that category and I still can. I want to tell you I'm in California right now. I'm actually sitting outside to record this podcast, watching the sun come up. We have been here for a baseball tournament for my little guy who's 11. And it's just fascinating to me that all these families come from all over to watch their kids do something that they love. And they take their time and their money and their energy to help someone else have this experience. Yet it's been such a fun and joyful experience for me. It's been so fun to watch my son do something that he loves, to watch him compete, to watch him to fail and to have to pick himself back up again. For me to notice uh, who I am as a person. And I just want to talk a little bit about how to embrace a joyful summer, how to stay present and love your life today. And I think it's something that takes practice. As we've been here at this baseball tournament, we're at the end of baseball season. We have, this group of boys has been practicing since January. First in Utah, practice starts out inside. Then it goes to outside when it gets a little warmer, like March or April. And they do the fundamentals and they practice how to field the ball. They practice hitting, they practice catching. Then they start practicing a few more, you know, intricate things, plays and different things. But it is repetition, practice, practice, practice. And I can't get over how similar baseball is to life. Uh, You practice and practice and practice, but you go into every single game and there are just so many variables, so many things that are unexpected. Well, down here, we ended up going, we played eight games. We made it to the championship game and we lost in the championship game uh, by three runs, five to two. It was awesome. We went seven and one. We were so pleased, so pleased, but the boys were disappointed. Um, they, you know, felt like they, they ended a little short, but each and every game was different. It was unique. You had new situations. You had new 
opportunity to take what you had practiced and put it into play. No two games that we sat and watched were the same. The pitching was different. The hitting was different. The fielding with the other team. The coaching was different. I mean, each and every situation was different. And what was amazing is to watch how these boys responded, to watch how they stepped into embracing who they were. And that's how I think we embrace our joyful summer is not one of us here is going to have the same summer experience. Not one of us has the same life. We all have different circumstances. While being on this trip, I have had two phone calls I've received. I won't get into them here, but two phone calls being asked to do things that I didn't anticipate being over or being on boards, um, giving service. And both of them came completely unexpected. I wasn't planning or didn't have that on my to-do list. Well, how do I, how do I decide if that's something I do or not? How do I embrace what's happening today and find joy in what is today? I believe we find joy through practicing. We practice the fundamentals of living. We practice how to stay in today. We practice how to become our true self. And then we, we make decisions. We've been talking all this last month about the power to choose, the power to choose happiness, the power to choose joy, the power to make decisions that we can always make a decision and change our minds later on if it's not the right decision. But how do we make a decision? So the definition of joy is a feeling of great pleasure or happiness. I believe that we can all experience joy, that we are all made for joy. I believe that we can all experience the great pleasure of joy. I do not believe that feeling joy means that we will never feel sadness or disappointment. I don't think that's, that's what joy is. I don't think that that's what our life experience really is to be. I think that we are to feel positive and negative. If we only felt joy, we wouldn't feel, um, you know, we wouldn't appreciate it, right? So while we've been here in California, it has been extra hot, um, 103, 105 degrees. And we've had late games, but we've had middle of the afternoon games where we've had to try to stay cool. We've had to help the kids stay cool. Um, this morning though, we're done with the tournament. We're flying home. And I got in the elevator first thing this morning and the gentleman said, oh, it's only going to be 86 degrees today. It's cooling off. And, you know, my first thought was like, why couldn't it have been only 86 degrees? Well, we played the last two days, you know, but what does that thought do? How does that thought serve me? It, it does nothing, right? Because the past has already happened. There's no changing it, but I can find joy in, well, today's not going to be quite so hot. And I know that's a simple story, but I share simple stories, simple analogies. I can sit there and wish that it was only 86 degrees the last three days, but what, what does that help me get in my life? Nothing. So today we want to practice joy. That's why I started this membership site. And if you haven't checked it out, go to becomingwithbecky.com forward slash made for joy. I believe each and every one of us is made for joy. And this membership site is where you can join specifically for women to see that 
By putting on simple reminders each and every day, you can redirect your mind to feel joy because joy is a feeling of great pleasure and happiness that we can redirect ourselves to feel joy each and every day, despite the circumstances, despite the 105 degree weathers, despite the losses when we're out there on the field, despite, I'll tell you this story, my little guy was the last one at bat in the last game, bases were loaded, two outs, The pitcher had pitched the whole game, the other pitcher. He'd been awesome. He'd kept us to two runs. He'd been awesome, awesome. My son got up. He fouled off the first pitch. He looked at the second pitch, a strike, and he swung with all his might, and he struck out. And he just was sad. He was sad. He was disappointed. But that experience does not define his worth that experience will make him better and he can still find joy that he had the courage and the desire to stand up there in a situation like that and give it his best effort. That is how we embrace joy. I think everybody deserves a coach. Even these young boys have coaches that hug and tell them that was awesome. What can we learn from this? You are amazing that you stood there and did that. Find those people that cheer you on, that help you embrace the joy, even when things don't go as planned. I think living in the present is so, so significant. And I just want to end with a couple thoughts on this. I remember one time asking my husband, I'm a worrier. I tend to overthink things. I'll think of how's this going to happen next week, next month, next year. And I worry about the future. And I remember one time asking my husband, how do you not worry about the future? And he said, you know, I found Becky that so many things that we worry about don't ever happen. And so why worry? Why not just worry when you're in the moment, right? My little guy that was up to bat, if he would have been worried this whole tournament about that last play at that last, you know, game, it would have ruined his whole experience getting there. He didn't worry about that. He took each play, each game. Like I told you, each these boys had to take each and every game and they had to deal with what was presented to them. And then they found themselves strategizing, using their tools that they had been put in place for the whole year to meet what was before them. That's how you and I can live too. We can strategize and take tools, simple reminders to embrace joy. I'm finishing a book. Many of you have maybe read it. If you haven't, I highly recommend this book. And if you have, go back and read it again to put it in your life again. But it's The Gift of Imperfections. It's by Brene Brown. And it's she's celebrating um, 10 years that this book's been out. And I've been listening to it on Audible, but I bought the book. So I've been you know underlining, underlining. But Brene Brown said a couple really, really, everything she has said is so spot on to the idea of embracing joy. But she said this, owning our story can be hard but not nearly as difficult as spending our lives running from it. Let that sink in. And I'm going to say it again. Owning our story can be hard, but not nearly as difficult as spending our lives running from it. That's by Brene Brown. What are you running from? Because that's even harder 
than owning the story, the desires of your heart. My little guy, even though he struck out and that was hard, it was hard for me to watch it, I felt for him. I know that that's not even nearly as difficult than if he was not playing because this little boy loves baseball. He loves competition. He loves going to practice. He loves being on a team with teammates. That would be even harder sitting on the sidelines not playing than struggling through a game. And he didn't even struggle. He gave it his all. The pitcher got us. Some games, the pitcher wins. Some games, the offense wins. I've watched this many, many times, but they're all valuable. Another quick thing that Brené Brown said, embracing our vulnerabilities is risky but not nearly as dangerous as giving up on love, belonging, and joy, the experiences that make us the most vulnerable. My little guy had to be vulnerable up there. All eyes were on him. He wanted to be the hero. He wanted to get the big hit. Just missed it. The kid before just missed a hit. Yet it didn't define them, nor does it define you and I. We want to embrace our vulnerabilities. If you are someone that is ready to step forward, you have a dream or desire that's on your heart. I can't tell you how many times people come up to me and say, I want to speak. I want to um, write a book. I want to do what you're doing. And I just look at them and go, I know. I was there too. I wanted to do it so much for so long, but I just pushed it down. I was running from from that than owning my own story. And I agree with Brene Brown. Owning my story, yeah, it's been hard, but not nearly as challenging as it was from hiding from it and running from it. It caused me mental instability. It caused me a lot of sadness. So my friends, keep practicing, putting on joy. Go and find the joy that you are meant to live. Take care.